up for uh, for BB got his shops. Ooh. Welcome back to Cairo Nights. I'm Spike O'Neill along with Matt Butler. I believe it's off Rattling Hunt, if I'm not mistaken. Love came to town. Along with Angel of Harlem. That was a good year. Good year music. A good year for you too. Happy President's Day, everybody. I don't tell you the time I met BB King. No, do tell. I was at the Grammys in New York City. We had just, uh, I had just gotten to radio. We were working at the uh, mighty Seattle's Best Rock here in town. And they sent us to New York to do uh, broadcast live from the Grammys. We were literally right across. The, if you've ever been to a, a live radio event like that, they put all the disc jockeys in the same big room, city by city by city by city, side by side by side by side by side. Right across from us was Howard Stern. It was who was on the air then in New York City, of course. Hadn't hadn't uh, evolved over to satellite radio yet. And Howard actually was aware of Bob Rivers. So they had a nice uh, camaraderie, nice, you know, compatriotic relationship between the two. Um, and we, being right across from Howard, we got all the great guests that were waiting to go on with Howard. It was perfect. It was like, hey, you know, want to got, got a minute? Wanna, I know you're waiting to go on with Howard. He's going along with whomever. Want to just pop over and say hi to Seattle real quick? Oh, yeah. Nine, uh, Bob, Bob Rivers, KSW, 98 Rock. Or, excuse me, 99 Rock. I was back in Baltimore. Anyway, B.B. King sat down waiting to go on with Howard Stern. And I had a little acoustic guitar that my mom had given me when I moved to Seattle. And he picked it up and started just noodling around on my acoustic guitar. And I'm like, Mr. King, I'm like, would you be so kind as to... You know, autograph that for me because I love. So he, I got a, a nice um, Gibson acoustic guitar at home with BB King's signature on it and the date that he uh, that he was kind enough to play my guitar and sign it for me. Yep, I wish I'd have had like a live a Lucille sitting there or something like you know. But he, he, I didn't ask him. He just picked it up and started playing it. Kind of fun radio. It's a uh, President's Day and I. I've been wanting to do this all day. I mean, I, th- I thought about this for a week now when I knew that Matt and I would be here on President's Day that I wanted to talk about, you know, we spent the first hour talking about the presidency and how it's still worthy of our respect and worthy of a federal holiday to honor all those who served in the presidency of the United States and that uh, our our displeasure with our current president or the prior president I think is largely due to what we're told by the media. I think it's unfair criticism on both former President Trump and current President Biden. I think they're just targeted by various prejudiced and biased media sources that just they can do no right. And I don't think that's a fair assessment of either the current or the former president or or President Obama or President Bush before that. So let's deal in let's deal in art. Let's not deal in politics. Let's deal in art. Let's deal in the president at the movies. Who is the best movie president? Or the best television president, if you prefer, because, you know, I, I think that President Jeb Bartlett, Jeb Bart, Josiah Bartlett of the West Wing. Yeah, that was going to be my pick, too, for television. I mean, for sure. it's it, because we got to know that character so in depth. I think it was seven seasons the West Wing put out. If I'm not mistaken. And uh, did you know, by the way, that Martin Sheen, who played uh, President Bartlett in the West Wing, that libtard snowflake foot soldier woke up fest 
that was the West Wing. I know folks of a conservative mind really didn't appreciate the West Wing because it was a utopian, libtard, democratic presidency in all its glory. Well, most shows like that or just any any show that aspires to do something similar you're able to script out, you're casting kind of your ideal of how it works. Yeah, you're yeah. not bringing in the mess and the nastiness so much as right. you are. This is how a functional, logical <laughs> institution might run. It doesn't go that way in most cases, but no. it's a nice fantasy to it, have. It is. Competent government, I loved regardless you, of your party. I love how you described that so even-handedly and unbiasedly, too. That was wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that uh, Martin Sheen's President Bartlett might be the best cinematic, whether on big screen or small screen, best president of all time, at least best portrayal of a president, a guy who's trying to do right for the country, who had policies that half the country disagreed with, but was a president for all Americans and tried to do things in their their priorities, their sensibilities that was in the best interest of all Americans. Um, Did you know that Martin Sheen was not supposed to be a regular feature of the West Wing? The show was originally a vehicle for Rob Lowe, and he was the star of the West Wing. And that Martin Sheen was supposed to do just a cameo close of the first episode, the pilot episode, where he comes in at the end of which, and there's a there's a dust up between the the White House staff and the uh, televangelicals, you know, the Christian TV guys. They were having a dust up, and President Bartlett comes in and just cleans house. And puts everybody to shame. And it was so well received by the audience in that pilot that Martin Sheen was made a regular member of the show. In fact, the head lead actor of the show. It was supposed to be Rob Lowe's show. When you look at the at the the opening credits of The West Wing, it's Rob Lowe. And then the other supporting members in alphabetical order. And then end Martin Sheen. That's how it evolved that way. But I don't, I don't want to make this a West Wing break. I could do I could do an hour on the West Wing. I was going to say, too, that isn't, in essence, isn't the newsroom the fantasy of what journalism could be in parallel with the West Wing being the fantasy of what politics could be? You, you, you know, you're exactly right. That's exactly what it was intended to be. And I would also offer that Aaron Sorkin learned a lesson that he couldn't just tell the story from one side, as he had done with the West Wing. So the lead character of the newsroom, played brilliantly by Bill, was it Bill Pullman? No, 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 Jeff Daniels, I'm sorry. I always do that. Jeff Daniels' character on the newsroom was a conservative Republican who took his party to task from a news anchor's perspective. Sorkin learned that lesson from the West Wing. I wanted to make sure if I'm attacking the Republicans, I have to do it from inside. And he was he was honestly attacking the media, but he's attacking media coverage of politics and the hypocrisy therein and the disingenuous coverage therein. Did you ever watch a Sorkin show called uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip? That was the Matthew Perry, yes. Bradley Whitford. Not one of his more Colin successful no, ones. No, but, but definitely in that vein yeah. of the way he tells the story of... I, I, I'm, I'm struggling for words here, but I really like this canon of how Sorkin does this in all these different aspects of life, whether it's politics, media, television, mm-hmm. how he just... 
again, I'm stumbling for the words here, but I really like the way he portrays his characters and his ideals. Well, he he has a underlying morality, I think, to his to his program, whether it be about politics, media, television, whatever, news. But he he brings down that third wall or that fourth wall, I guess they call it, where you kind of let, let's look behind how things are, how the business of politics is done, how the business of a newsroom is done, how the business of a television show is done. Yeah, I, I enjoyed all of Aaron Sorkin's work. And that being said, The West Wing was just um, his ability to keep monetizing his movie, The American President, which had Michael Douglas as President Matthew Shepard. And ironically enough, Martin Sheen played the chief of staff in that movie to Michael Douglas's President Shepard. And that, I think, is a lot of people, one of the greatest cinematic presidencies ever was Michael Douglas portraying the, the president in The American President about a single president who falls in love while in the White House and dates a lobbyist from an environmental group. So it's, it's got a lot of great storylines and great acting in uh, Annette Benning, Michael Douglas, Martin Sheen. A lot of characters that made their way onto The West Wing, by the way, are in that movie. Were you a fan of the film Primary Colors? Also on my list of greatest president actors ever was absolutely John Travolta's portrayal of the president. And this was, the, the book Primary Colors was written, if, if, isn't it, wasn't it written by So Primary, Primary Colors was written by journalist Joe Klein, and he okay. had been covering the Clinton campaign for right. Newsweek at that time. Right, and I think it's... Um, I forget whose character it was, but it was supposed to be James Carvel, right? And Clinton, of course, was supposed to be Bill Clinton. Oh, excuse me. John Travolta Travolta's was character. supposed to yeah. be modeled on Bill Clinton. Yeah. Uh, and just, he did a great, Travolta did a great job of portraying Bill Clinton in that, in that film. And, you know, and I forget the character's name because it wasn't Bill Clinton. Jack Stanton, Stanton was the President name. Stanton, yeah. From the, from the, adulterous behavior all I mean all the way through it from the having people killed all the things that Clinton conspiracists love to throw out there you know it was it was all there in primary colors yeah absolutely John Travolta's Jack Stanton was one of the great TV or movie presidents of all time you know a lot of people think that W with um oh what's his name I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name oh from the Goonies Bro, uh, Brolin Josh Brolin yeah thank you Josh Brolin in W one of the greatest portrayals of a president ever as George W Bush fantastic job absolutely fantastic I'd love to hear your take on things. Who do you think was the greatest TV president? Oh, a, a texter says, I never watched a single episode of West Wing, but it was Dave Ross's favorite show. Yes, it was. I told you I got to meet Bradley uh, Whitford once, who played Josh on the West Wing, and I was portraying, or confessing my endless love for West Wing. This was at a time when the Bush and, was it Bush? No, it was Obama and Kerry were going running for the presidency. And the, the campaign was just ugly. It's, you know, you didn't build that. 
corporations are people. We had gotten into this gotcha soundbite media world of covering our politics. Neither of those statements should have been taken out of context. Obama Rom. That's what, what I say was. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Obama Romney. You're right. It was Bush Kerry was way back when. Um, anyway, I was talking to Bradley Whitford about that and how I used to watch the West Wing to kind of reaffirm my faith in what government could be and how it should work. He was, oh, you're one of those. You're a wingnut. I took it as a badge of honor. Absolutely. Oh, Harrison Ford, Air Force One. Great, great presidential movie. Kick ass. You know, Harrison Ford as the president. Air Force One is taken over by Russian spies. He has to fight them on the plane, save his family. And anytime you got Gary Oldman as a bad guy, you really can't go wrong. You know, uh, Lisa Brooks is going to join us. I appreciate any time you come in to the but I show. I missed everything. So did you, you were talking about Air Force One. Is that- well, somebody, a, a texter mentioned Air Force yeah, One yeah. as one of the great presidencies ever portrayed on the big screen. Harrison I hadn't Ford. covered much because we've been, I've been, you know, dabbling on West Wing. Uh-huh. We started there. Martin Short's, yeah. or, excuse me, Martin, Martin, Martin Short. Oh Martin my God. Short would be a different kind of president. I'm getting a little loopy. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. <laughs> Who, in your opinion, do you think was the best president in the movies? It doesn't have to be a real president. It could be. I liked Michael Douglas in The American President. Yep, absolutely. Um, president Shepard. Matthew yeah. Shepard. Yeah, the widower. Idealistic kind of kind of a president but uh we talked about him and, and how west wing was made after american president was it yes it was oh, it wow. was absolutely okay i think josh molina was in both was in uh was in the american president okay. and he eventually made his way onto the west wing as well so i've got a list here of all the presidents that have played been played in the movies let me get to this real quick because there's there there's quite a lot yeah um eight different actors have played ronald reagan really yes Everyone from, oh, Kevin Spacey. In what? Oh, what was it? It was uh, Nixon. Well, I said, oh, I said Reagan. I meant Nixon. Oh, I apologize. Okay, okay. I'm Nixon. Uh, and eight different players have played Nixon in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I mentioned to Matt earlier that I watched uh, Lincoln this weekend. Oh, did you da- like it? I loved it. Really? Daniel Day-Lewis as, as Abraham Lincoln? I didn't like that what, one. What didn't you like about it? It was so ponderous. <laughs> he was so... I mean, and I know Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis is a method actor's yeah, yeah. method actor. It was too much for me. It was too... Well, Lincoln was was folksy. He would tell people yeah. stealing, rambling stories about a guy he knew in Illinois, a man who came to me and said this. And yeah, but I think he would have been more interesting. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, did you see John Adams, the, the HBO series oh, with I Paul loved Giamatti? I that, yes. Right? Um, and it was Laura Linney played, uh, Yes, it was it Abigail Adams, his wife, right? F- a fantastic job from b- b- Paul Giamatti. Uh, Gina Davis played the president, Mackenzie Allen. In a, in a TV series called Commander-in-Chief. She right. was given rave reviews for that. Morgan Freeman is the president in uh, Deep Impact when the asteroid hit the yeah. Earth. Yeah. You know, is there anything Morgan Freeman can't do? And is, I think he's played the president more than once. Has he? Oh. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I remember him. And the waters receded. I remember him saying that one. Yeah. Do you remember, um, I know your all-time favorite movie, Love Actually. This is kind of, this is, this is, I know it's a constant... <laughs> Thorn for me. To oh, pick. that's right. Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton, Thornton played the American oh. president for one scene where he hit on, um, yeah. hit on, uh, oh God. I don't know her name. Uh, she did nothing else. Oh, 
okay. I know, right? Um, Natalie was the the actress's character the assistant, name, right? Yeah, and it was uh, Hugh. Grant. Hugh Grant, thank you. Yes. Hugh Grant's Prime Minister of England. His love interest was an assistant at uh, 10 Downing. And Billy Bob Thornton came in as the American president and just says, all American presidents, anything he wanted, he took. Mm-hmm. It just No one has nailed the essence of the American presidency as much as Billy Bob Thornton in about four minutes of film as they did in that movie. So I'm trying to find a list of how many people have played Nixon, but so many actors have played Nixon. Uh, I opened up so many websites that here it is. Anthony Hopkins played Nixon. Yes, and he was very good at that, too. He, he also played John Quincy Adams, by the way, Anthony Hopkins did. And we can't tell if he was doing a good imitation. <laughs> I think also, he actually, for reference, Morgan Freegan, Freeman has played the president three times. Three uh-huh. times. Impact in 1998, okay. Okay. a film called Angel Has Fallen in 2019, and the acting president in Olympus Has Fallen. That was in 2013. Oh, my God. See that? Good job. Good job, man. Um, Alan Rickman played Ronald Reagan in the movie The Butler. Oh. That was a weird piece. And that's when, wasn't it, who played uh, Cusack or somebody played JFK in The Butler? I forget, but didn't Robin Williams also play a president? He played Teddy Roosevelt in um, Night at the Museum. Okay. I know that's kind of a cartoon, but yeah, Cusack played Nixon in The Butler. That's what it was. Nixon. Unbelievable. Okay, um, uh, you're asking me about... What actor are we just talked about? I'm, I'm, I'm scattered tonight. I apologize. I Morgan so apologize. Freeman we talked about. Oh, um, Robin Williams. Oh, right. In, in The Butler. Yeah. He played uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh, that's who he was. Yeah, right. He was okay. Eisenhower. Okay. And he was Teddy Roosevelt in Night at the Museum. Okay. Yep. Interesting. <sighs> anyway, I I like I liked Lincoln. I did. Yeah, that's all right. Um, you know, I, Daley Lewis is fantastic. There's nothing he can't do. Um, also, like young Henry Fonda's young Mr. Lincoln. He was wonderful. Yep. Yes. You know, absolutely. Uh, it's Cairo Nights. I'm Spike. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Sure. Uh, with Matt Butler. We'll be right back. And having some fun with it on President's Day. How about the movies where the president has been on the big screen? Bill Murray played FDR once. So did John Voight. There's a couple different takes. Anthony Hopkins, by all accounts, given the best portrayal of Richard Nixon in uh, Oliver Stone's Nixon. Whenever we talk about the presidency and acting the presidency. Oh, somebody mentioned Dave, by the way, which was Kevin Klein, who was, uh, if you haven't seen the movie Dave, it's fantastic. A fantastic movie. Uh, Kevin's Klein character plays a, an impersonator of the president. That's what he does. He runs an employment agency by day and he goes out and opens malls as a presidential impersonator. And apparently the president was having an affair and needed a double, and they hired Dave to come in and play the president at an event so the president could slip off and have a tryst, and during which the president has a stroke, and this actor, Dave, has to take over the presidency. What was that one called again? Dave. Yeah. Fantastic Loved movie. It. And Kevin Klein played a guy you really could 
get behind as president. Just an average guy. He balanced the budget like in, in three hours. He's got everybody down and said, wait a minute. Well, why are we still paying this if they haven't paid? Well, yes, well no, 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 no. And, he, and it was, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a great movie. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver played lady. the first lady. Yeah. And she knew it was an imposter when she saw him naked in the shower. Sorry about the spoiler alert, but the movie's <laughs> 20 years old. If you haven't seen Dave, do yourself a favor and see Dave. I, I want to talk about Saturday Night Live and his treatment of the presidency. Because of all the actors who've played the president, of every list of the great portrayals of the of the president on screen, Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump keeps coming up. It was very good. It, it was very good, but it was, I mean, it was it was anything but kind. You know, he he did a great job. You know, Hyde Park on the Hudson was yes. Or uh, that was uh, not hyper. That was the Bill Murray playing FDR movie. Bill, that's when Bill Murray really, really tried to win an Oscar, not just in uh, what was the movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Lost in translation. Lost in translation. He should have got an Oscar for that. But let's talk about Saturday Night Live and the presidency because it started with Chevy Chase, right? In the first seasons, playing Gerald Ford, Ford who couldn't you know walk down a set of stairs. It was all slapstick, pratfall comedy. Was the bumbling Jerry Ford, and then. Jimmy Carter won the election, and Jimmy Carter was played by Dan Aykroyd. Did you did you find that clip? Do you have it? Can we play it? This is it, I know that that Jimmy Carter is in hospice at ninety eight. He's the oldest living president in history, but uh, you know you have to appreciate how comedy slams everybody equally. That's what makes good comedy. And Saturday Night Live did not spare Jimmy Carter just because he's a great human being. Our next call is Peter Elton of Westbrook, Oregon, who I am told is 17 years of age. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hello, hello, Peter. I- is this the president? Yes, it is. Do you have a question for the president? Uh, I, uh, I took some acid. <laughs> I'm uh, afraid to leave my apartment and I can't wear any clothes. And the ceiling is dripping. And, uh, I, uh... Well, thank you very much for calling, sir. Please. No, no, just a minute, Walter. This guy's in trouble. I think I better try to talk him down. Peter? Yeah. <laughs> Peter, what did the acid look like? Um, they were these little orange pills. Were they barrel shaped? Uh, yes. Okay, right. You did some orange sunshine, Peter. <laughs> very good of you to know that, How long ago did you take it, Peter? Uh, I don't know. I can't read my watch. All right, Peter, now just listen. Everything's going to be fine. You're, you're very high right now. You'll probably be that way for about five more hours. Try taking some um, vitamin B complex, uh-huh. vitamin C complex. If you have a beer, go ahead and drink it. Okay. Just remember, you're a living organism on this planet, and you're very safe. You've just taken a heavy drug. Now right. just relax, stay inside, and listen to some music, okay? Yeah. Do, you, do you have any Almond Brothers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, sir. Everything's okay, huh, Jimmy? It sure is, Peter. You know, I'm against drug use myself, but I'm not going to lay that on you right now. Just mellow out the best you can, okay? Okay. Okay. Well done, Mr. President. Bravo. Yeah. That was a classic. That was, uh, and Saturday Night Live spared no one. No. Uh, whether it was, uh, you know, Reagan was next, and that was with Joe Piscopo, Phil Hartman, mm-hmm. right? And then Phil Hartman played uh, Bill, Bill Clinton, some of the greatest, you know, the runners and stop, his, President Clinton would be out jogging and stop in for cheeseburgers. Um, Daryl Hammond played President Clinton brilliantly on Saturday Night Live. Uh, that was Dan Aykroyd playing President Carter. Dan Aykroyd also played President Nixon with the story when President Nixon would wander the halls of the White House drinking and talking to the portraits, talking to himself. And Dan Aykroyd did that. 
as President Nixon. Saturday Night Live was, and is to this day, one of the greatest you know, send-ups of the president ever. You remember uh, Dana Carvey as George H.W. Bush, yep. not going to do it, thousand points. I mean, it got to be where people thought that was how the president really talked, more so than President Bush even talked. And then we, you know, when when W was there, Will Farrell, Will Farrell's, Will Farrell's George W, is the stuff a legend. I mean, and inc- I mean, just incredible. And he he also did Clinton, he did it all. And but yeah, Will Will Farrell took his W to do like a one man show. I think it, yeah, right? yeah. He did like a one man stage show yeah, as as good. W. Oh, and then Barack Obama comes along, and they had a guy named uh, Jay Farrow yep. was doing them for a while, and then they had Fred Armisen doing president. Yes, Fred Armisen did a white guy doing President Obama. Oh and they didn't even put him in in blackface. They were very careful, you know, but they've always gone after the president, and 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 they should. We should be able to do that. We should be able to make fun of our presidents, and. You know whether and now they've got the, the there's a new guy doing Biden. Yeah, I don't know his name. I don't I don't know his name either. And I I apologize. I should know that. I should know the guy who's on Saturday Night Live currently doing President Biden. But he's a new cast member because they brought him on to do Trump for his Trump impression. He still does Trump on Saturday Night oh, Live. Oh, he's the guy that does the lists with yeah, Trump. Right, right, he ties right. them all in yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. rambling. The, he's really good. The rambling train yeah. of thought that is yeah. pr- the way President Trump speaks. The non sequitur, and he, but the same guy's doing Biden. Okay, uh, and he does a fantastic job. He really does. I I hope we don't lose our sense of humor. You know, when the president himself. That's that's kind of, and I hate I hate to hate to get political, but President Trump is probably the first president who didn't get the joke, and didn't take it as a joke. And again, like we started, this whole thing was. Alec Baldwin's portrayal of Trump was anything but kind. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything but kind. And I think President Trump could have done a, a good service for himself. You know, by laughing at himself. Going back to laughing, and remember when they would take these stabs at Nixon all Soccer the time? Soccer to me. And even Nixon Absolutely. came on. Came on, yes. Laughing. Nixon came on. Yes. And and I mean, a lot of presidents have yeah. made the Ford, trip to Saturday Night Live. Ford came on. Ford did. Yeah. A lot of presidents have been on Saturday Night Live, too. I mean, most all of them have been yeah. on at one time or yeah. another. Well, Trump hosted Trump Saturday hosted. Night Live. Now, was that? That was just before the first election in 16, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. They, and, and, and half the, to be fair, speaking of taking the own joke, taking your own joke, half the staff was ticked off that they gave him this national platform. You know, a couple of weeks before, it was in October of 16, mm-hmm. that Trump hosted Saturday Night Live. Wow. You know, but to be fair, when Hillary lost and they had uh, Kate McKinnon, oh, she was fantastic doing doing you know playing uh, playing the piano and yeah. singing as Hillary Clinton, yeah. and then they had Hillary Clinton as a bartender. That's right. With Kate McKinnon as Hillary Clinton, it was it was great. You gotta you gotta love comedy. Somebody told me once the only way to get to, the only way to change someone's mind is to get them to laugh at their own point of view, and I hope we can do that still moving forward. We can have comedy. Tell us, you know, both sides are ridiculous. Come on. Both sides are ridiculous. And one side's a little more ridiculous than the other, but I'm biased. You know, you know how I feel. It's okay. Anyway, 
I, I love I love President's Day. I love the presidency. I told Matt today, I heard someone on the station today say that they don't think President's Day is worthy of a holiday. Really? Yeah. Oh. And I'm I was I was befuddled by that. I think it couldn't be further from the truth. Are we looking down upon our current president and the previous president, maybe even the one before that? Yes, we are. But like I said earlier tonight, too, I think that's really a product of the media's portrayal of that president. It's impossible to say that the Trump administration accomplished nothing that benefited this country. That's a false statement. Same thing can be said for president. You put on some almond brothers, that's good. Just having a bad trip. That, that it was Bill Murray as Walter Cronkite and Dan Aykroyd as, as Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Talking a kid down from a bad acid trip. That's what we got. It. That's the kind of presidential comedy we need in this world. You know, and that's and to, to Saturday Night Live's credit, then as opposed to now, they weren't trying to attack anybody. Yeah. See, it seems the writers these days on Saturday Night Live they just want to go into attack mode. They got to you know? get the clicks on YouTube. They, yeah, true. So true. Maybe if we just kind of made funny instead of making making it political, it'd go a little further down the tracks. Oh, a texter, John, says, thanks for bringing up laughing. Fabulous stuff. Should all be that lucky to have that kind of show again. It's Kyra Knights with Matt Butler and Spike O'Neill. We'll be right back. Cairo Nights. Nice job, Matt. Oh, you young Americans. Had a little fun with the presidency tonight on President's Day. Hope you guys had a nice day. If you had the day off, thank your boss. Thank your government. The textures, you know, it's Matt. We even ingest. People hear what they want to hear. You know, us texters took issue with me. A Saturday Live's portrayal of Trump was just hateful. I believe that's exactly what I said, that the, the, the writers lost their way trying to make political points and didn't just write the funny. But I don't understand if you want to make this criticism about Alec Baldwin. It's still a talent what he did. You don't have to like his politics. Right, right, but to right. go off and cl- you know go off into all of his imperfections like we as other normal human beings aren't imperfect. Oh, but he's a famous person who happens to be imperfect. Let's bag on him. That's I don't get that personally. There's no point in that. Uh, there's not. Uh, and we do the best we can. You know, we really do. Uh, remember when Saturday Night Live uh, played the Russian who shall not be named just a shirtless guy? That's good writing. You know, come on. That's good stuff. Uh, do I think Biden's an angel? No, of course I don't think Biden's an angel. That's not what I said. Hardly. Hardly. But we can, uh, we can talk about one without comparing it to another, can't we? I don't want to get into political. We're talking about fun. We're talking about fun. This well, proves that people cannot have fun. <laughs> I, we are not worthy of fun. You know, I, I, sometimes I worry. Sometimes I worry that we really can't anymore. You know, that's why I want to talk about the presidency in regard to cinema and television. That's where it's fun. Bill Pullman at Independence Day. Great, great job. President Palmer on 24. Dennis Haysbert. The Allstate guy. He was great in that. He was just great in that. <sighs> uh, another one. I can't remember the name of the guy who played on the show with Keith Sutherland. That was Dennis Haysberth. President Palmer on 24. Absolutely. Could not agree. 
Before the show wraps, Spike, we should say a little word in memory of Richard Belzer, comedian and actor who passed away and was really great on Law & Order SVU. He yeah. was a unique guy. Belzer was. Yeah. Absolutely. He's quite a personality. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned him because tomorrow I'm going to try to have a good friend of mine come on, a comedian named Craig Gass, local comedian, uh, who is now a national comedian. Um, Craig was uh, is a dear friend, has been for 30 years. He's currently, I think, back on the Howard Stern show as a regular featured player on Howard Stern. But he was telling me a story about how Richard Belzer invited him to come to the Friars Club and start writing for the roasts. And uh, he was a good friend of, of, of Belzer. So when I saw that Richard Belzer died, we should have Greg come on and tell a little story about him. So we're trying to have that happen tomorrow or the next day. Craig was traveling tonight from Kona, Hawaii to New York to be on Stern tomorrow, so he couldn't make our show tonight. Yeah. Oh, geez. Blowing tough us off for Howard? Come well, on. You know, tough, tough life if you can get it. Uh, but he's also got great stories about Gilbert Gottfried, and uh, his mentor was, was George Carlin, um, who I got to meet one night thanks to Craig. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep, Belzer played Munch on Law & Order. Great, great guy. Played radio, too. Did radio at WNBC in New York, right? I know you knew that. You radio rat, you. A lot of the station that uh, launched Don Imus and, uh, well, yeah. Howard, Howard in New that's York. that's right. That's right. That's right. A good friend of mine named Jim Kerr in New York City, still doing radio in New York City. Um, he had a lovely tribute to uh, Belzer today about how we were once competitors, but he was just a f- f- wonderful, wonderful guy. Yep. Uh, Dave is the best president of the movie ever because Dave wasn't a president. That's exactly right. Couldn't agree with you. <laughs> uh, best presidential movie was Dr. Strangelove. That's a good take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> according to Maslow's Hierarchy of Human Needs. Somebody's listening to the John Curley show. Yeah. John loves to quote Maslow's Hierarchy of Human Needs. Well, who doesn't? Who doesn't? I can tell you many times it comes up in conversation in my house. <laughs> I talked about President's Day and the, and the origin of President's Day. A lot of people don't know this. I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. It was in such poor taste, it's worth saying again. The night Lincoln was shot, April 15th, 1865, 7.22 a.m. As a, as a now deceased President Nixon was laying there in that bed. Someone said, man, that mattress is ruined. I wonder where we can get a new mattress. And has anybody got one on sale? And thus, President's Day was born. Sorry. Horrible joke. Can't believe I went back for it. Well, some of you might not have been here the first time. Send your offending letters, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's all good. Yeah, Richard Belzer was a stand-up comedian first. That's right. Yep. Rich uh, Kiefer Sullivan on TV in the series Designated Survivor was offered up by our texters tonight. We asked who you thought was the best president ever. Asked you a little presidential trivia. All the fun things you do on President's Day. You know, but I think the underlying story here is presidents deserve our respect until they don't. The office deserves our respect, regardless of who's in it. The office of the presidency deserves respect. And I think we as a country should respect the presidency, the office itself. And we should honor those who served in the presidency. And we deserve a damn holiday. I mean, if we're going to give us one for Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day, however you like to celebrate, that's fine. We're not going to get a holiday for the day after the Super Bowl. I get it. Even though it's the least productive day of the year, I get it. But don't take President's Day away from us. 
He just, we deserve it. The presidency deserves it. Whether you like the current guy or not, or the previous guy or not. There, I've said my piece. I've wrung all I can out of that one. Let's see. Who else did I miss here in the in the texters tonight? I think that's all of you. I think we got you all. Uh, there was a good mention here of a good portrayal of the president as Leslie Odom Jr. as George Washington in the Hamilton musical. You know. That I, deserves a mention. That's very, very, very fair. Now, um, Leslie Odom Jr., was he was he Jefferson? No, it says as George Washington. Did he play Washington? Yeah. Okay. My daughter could tell me. Boy, we went through the we went through the Hamilton phase at my house. Oh, did we go through the Hamilton phase at my house? Which is good. My daughter, I think, learned more from Hamilton, as more American history from Hamilton than she did in school. Thanks for being a part of the show tonight, folks. We'll be back tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. We hope you'll join us then. Spike O'Neill from Matt Butler, Lisa Brooks. Thanks for being here.